When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hey guys, welcome into the Sarcastic Remarks studios. My name is Ryan, and here in a second we'll be joined by a couple of other people to talk about Game 1. Playoff hockey has returned for the Dallas Stars. Unfortunately, tonight the Stars do take the one nothing lost to the Calgary Flames, but we will be back for game two on Thursday. But before we get into tonight's game, we want to thank uh, DraftKings Sportsbook for being the sponsor for our podcast. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you're there. We're going to go ahead and bring in two people tonight. So dad dad is happy about the fact that playoff hockey is here is back tonight, which I am too. I'll be honest. I'm happy that playoff hockey is back, but I feel like this game kind of got away from us, and this is a game, in my opinion, that we probably could have won and we might regret later on in this series. I hope I'm wrong, and I say that a lot because I'm wrong about a lot of things. I hope my bracket is totally busted if if we're basing (laughs) the the series off of the game ones in the the first two days of the playoffs, but... Game one, uh, for sure, man. This is a yeah. game, seven-game series. This is uh, this is visiting in uh, game one for another team's home uh, playoff kickoff. Nah. I was scared after the first goal. We shut them down. We turned the game around. We played Stars hockey. Yeah. Age-old adage, the series doesn't start until someone wins on the road. So Thursday. Thursday. I mean, that's all we can hope for at this point is just a split in the uh, in the opening round series here. But uh, what were some of y'all's biggest takeaways from uh, tonight's game? Anything that kind of stood out to you? I mean, overall, I I'm gonna say that I'm happy about it because we could we saw what can happen to wild card teams with the Preds today. They got destroyed by the Avs. It wasn't even close. It wasn't a game. <laughs> that that is good. I agree. Then. <laughs> But that, like, that could totally happen to the Stars. And everyone thinks it's going to happen, which is crazy to me. All the playoff predictions are saying it's a sweep or it's in five, which is crazy to me. I think if there's ever going to be a wildcard team to win a series, it's us. But, I mean, we played well in this game. Obviously, we need to score a goal. That's an understatement of the night. But we played well defensively. Otter showed that he can be a lockdown goaltender. I'm more encouraged than discouraged because my hopes were not very high. 
and I'm feeling better following this loss because we were really in it. We, if we scored that goal at the end of the third period, I was 85% sure that we would win the game. <laughs> but that's, that's what we got to do. We, we got to get that goal at the end, though. I'm going to jump on the bus bonus bandwagon right now. Um, not, it's a little early maybe, but we came out not ready to play. I know Again. That they got the energy in their building and they're, they're hyped because they're home and they got their crowd, but we got to do better than that at the beginning of the game. Yeah. You got to make a statement some way. I mean, you've got to shut their crowd up, make a big hit, make a big fight, have a scoring chance early. And there was nothing. It was a little, the first 10 minutes, it was all flames, downhill. We never even crossed the red line, it felt like. And that was what was frustrating for me more than anything was watching that first period because I, I understood that the flames were going to come out. They're the heavy, you know, they're the heavyweight, we're the welterweight, maybe even middleweight. And they, they destroyed us physically in the first period. And there was no real pushback until the end of that first period. And honestly, I thought that was too late. It was too late. And then the refs got involved in the second period, which kind of screwed the game even over not more. I'll get into that in a second. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Not too late. I mean, I mean yeah, not for a seven-game series. Physicality, yes, for a game, for, for a game one, that waiting 20 minutes to really push back, yeah, I agree. And the, that's the, why I, they, they weren't ready to play. I don't know why, but they weren't. It, but. And what what which response getting your butt kicked than to try and kick their butt? I mean, that's the best. I mean, we we understood fully and completely. Yeah, we sucked that period. But to see some pushback at the end, no matter what it was, is a good adage. Going to the second and third, we played better in the second, and then we played eh, okay in the third. Maybe I just expected too much from them in the first in the first period, considering they're playing against the top team in the Cal in the Calgary Flames in the Pacific Division. Obviously, Daryl, uh, I think it's Sittler, Sutter, Daryl Sutter, excuse me, Sutter, Sutter. Uh, the head coach of the Calgary Flames, plays that kind of style, and we see that with the players they have. Their third pairing on defense is insanely huge. You've got Gabranson, who is 6'6", 235, and you've got Nikita Zadora, formerly of the Colorado Avalanche, who is 6'5", and like 240. And then you've obviously guys like, you got former Dallas star yeah. Brett Ritchie, who is known for playing that physical style. You've got Milan Lucic, you've got uh, Kachuk, who plays that style. It's Those insane what they've got. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're expecting too much in the first period. They sucked. But, but we got we got a good comeback after the first period, though, is the big yep. thing. Yep. Maybe, maybe what I'm saying is I was a little disappointed in the way that we responded in the first period. The second period was totally. better. But for me, you guys, and, and y'all can tell me this if you agree with me, because I'm kind of jumping ship onto the next thing here. We looked hesitant. Throughout the game, in the first, in my opinion, no, throughout the game, in my opinion, there there wasn't enough, and I think Razor said it best. Uh, there wasn't enough compete. Uh, th there was compete. There was compete. I'm not, I'm not saying there wasn't. We saw that. If, if we didn't see that, we we would have been trounced in this game easily. But we didn't see enough of it. And like those extra little plays down on the corners, the extra little uh, plays from defensemen to get the extra shot, or that extra little effort. The only person that I saw this from, and I'll get the, I'll give this uh, player my biggest winner tonight, was Michael Roffel. He was by far the Dallas Stars' best player in tonight's game. I got two more. I got two more to throw on there. Um, Foxa was pushing. He didn't play great, but he was working. 
and you could see it. He drew a penalty uh, kind of midway through the first, two-thirds of the way through the first, drew a penalty. Uh, he was skating hard. And the other one, which I guess we've never really doubted the, the heart and the desire, but, uh, but Radulov was skating hard, working hard. He didn't get anything done, really. But he was he was pushing, and you could see it. So so those guys, those three, I thought were were pushing. Yeah, since, since we're doing winners, I'll give mine to Kivy. I mean, he's obviously our our last forward in, really, and he, he really he had a short amount of time, but he did well with the time he had, and he played hard, and he forechecked like Dad was saying. Um, I noticed him. But I think what yeah, I think what you're talking about, Ryan, with the lack of compete, it's more in the offensive zone with the forecheck. We never established a forecheck the entirety of the game. We Even when we were getting scoring chances, they were one and done. We would go in, get a scoring chance, right back out. And that's that's got to change. We have to have sustained pressure on this team to score any kind of goals, especially when we're away and the first line gets locked down like they did tonight. And then he, and here's the other problem, and I'm going to jump right on top of that. Who are the players that we're naming right now? Bottom yeah, that's- six players. And if we are going to win this game, and I wrote this in my Blackout art, uh, Blackout Dallas article, it's that the key for the Dallas Stars is going to be that second line. And I thought that first line was going to come out better tonight, and maybe I shouldn't have expected that because this is game one. It's not the regular season. It's Rope Hanson Robo. This is their first real like well, playoff experience as like elite it, players. And, and Calgary's but, game plan is nothing down, too. Like, yeah. that's all they're and th- that key is that second line. And I saw, I mean, Sagan yeah. had some chances. He did. And and Ben had some chances too. Ben looked pretty good tonight. He was pushing a little bit like those other players. But the, the problem is, is that we rely on 45% of our goals to come from those top guys. And other than the one rush chance that Rope Hintz had kind of in the in the third period, there, there wasn't much of that speed that we're used to seeing from Rope Hintz. And, I mean, Robo had some chances, but again, it wasn't like, you know, A plus, you know, grade A plus level kind of chances. They were just person. okay chances. all over the place here, Ryan. Who are you blaming? Are you blaming the first line or the second line? <laughs> Maybe, but, well, that's my oh. point is the, is the top six. It's both. Because I yeah. expected the first line to come out a little stronger tonight. And again, maybe I shouldn't have done so as much. And then the key to this whole series other than Otter being good, which we saw, so I'm not worried about that, is that second line. And then more importantly, on that second line, who's going to be that third guy with Ben and Sagan who's going to finally step up and finally put some pucks in the back of the net? And the person and, that and I think is going to be... Sorry, go ahead. That's the thing I'm going to jump on Bones about is because he abandoned that way too fast. I mean, I know our first period sucked, but, I mean, you gotta give you got to give the guy a chance. I mean, Domestica was out of there before the first period was over. I mean, we, we got to have a little bit of time to, to see if something's going to work. You can't give him three shifts. I mean, that's, that's, that's not an accurate way of figuring stuff out. What's, what's your thought on the, uh, on the uh, Klingberg taking out uh, their defenseman on a late fight? Cause I saw that. So I went, Oh no, they're going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that, didn't. That was like, that was a key part to the game. I was I was upset at first because I thought that was just the rest deciding to try and simmer down the game. That's definitely not what it was. There's a rule That's that says way. you cannot start an altercation after an altercation just ended. So that's just totally 
Klinger and whoever the other guy was, the Flames' other top defenseman, they just didn't know the rule, and they just fought. I mean, Rasmus at Anderson. first I was thinking, uh, yeah. I was thinking it was a bad trade off, but now I'm not sure. Um, it, oh no, it was it, by it far even. a bad trade off. No, I disagree, and, and I'll, I'll tell you why it was a bad trade off. Is because the Stars had, you know, especially in the first period when they were getting absolutely no pressure whatsoever in the offensive zone. The first time they take it into the offensive zone, it's Michael Roffel. Michael Roffel draws a penalty. And then, you know, through the first period, the, the power plays were not very good. And then it, they, it, some of the power plays were better, but we definitely missed John Klingberg on the power play tonight. He's, I mean, with Miro well, Haskinen not playing, oh, hold on, hold on. With, with, with Miro Haskinen not playing up to the expectations that we need him to, you know, being able to be that offensive catalyst, Klingberg has been that offensive catalyst for us this year, and that hurt us more than anything in the second period when we had all those chances. I mean, we were getting loaded up and loaded up and loaded up, and even in chances that we didn't deserve power plays, and we didn't take advantage of it tonight. I I know – I mean, this game is so weird. I mean, Anderson's not on Calgary's power play. That's It's the exact same thing. They're both high assist players and not very many goals. I mean, it's honestly – in my opinion, was exactly equal because Calgary's power play sucked tonight too. I think in part because Anderson wasn't on the ice. I mean, it, it, it's okay, a pretty so, even split there. I don't think you can really blame blame it on that game misconduct, and that's the rule. So I'm glad the refs called the rule. <laughs> so, so we can go one of two ways. Which way do you all, you all want to go first? Because I want to touch both the subjects. Do you want to talk about the power play first, and or just the penalties in general, or do you want to talk about the way that the game was called and the way the the first you know game ones have been called in this playoffs? Which way do you want to go? You pick, Ryan. We'll go with penalties. We'll go with penalties, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with the way that the rest called this game because it was extremely surprising for me. Um, it, and it was really frustrating because for me, the third period was the best period of the three from an entertainment perspective. Because they swallowed people- their wrestles. <laughs> yeah, and and the fact that they were, you know, completely entranced in the game in the second period was really frustrating. I mean, were were some of those penalties penalties? Yes, but some of them could have been let go, and I thought some of them were stupid. Uh, like like that Coleman penalty. Yeah, I, I thought that was asinine. I'll I'll, I'll use he Chris's word. Him in the face. Nah, it it wasn't it wasn't as he had a more egregious, you know, a, a more egregious roughing play later than that penalty was so that was just my opinion i don't know but, man if miro gets punched in the face i'm gonna be pissed off <laughs> i mean well so that's a penalty so I, I guess let me ask this question then uh jumping off from that did you did y'all like the way the game was called or do you wish that the refs had swallowed their whistles you know we, we've been complaining in the regular season that the refs did not call the rule book and finally they're calling the rule book and we're getting what we want, but that's not what we want. It probably, <laughs> if that makes benefited, us. It probably benefited us except for the fact that our power play sucked, but <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, it probably benefited us, but it, it didn't make it feel like a playoff game for the first two periods. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you need to watch more games. Obviously that many penalties in the first two periods is too much but the refs knew that and that's why they didn't call any more in the third but i don't know if this amount of penalties like overall is too much if you know what i'm saying but 
I just have to watch a few more games, I think. I, I obviously hated the second period. The second period was not fun. But yeah, it wasn't I, I don't know. I need to see what it's like if they're more spread out. I think second period was us trying to really get our feet under us, though. And I, I think that's never fun when we're playing defense and we're having to play defense. But that's what we were doing. And we shut them down and we got our game plan back on track. So I agree it wasn't fun. Um, we did our penalty kill good. So, eh. All right. And and then let's just talk about the power play in general because uh, I was frustrated as I'll be at every single power play. Some power plays were better than others, but the only time that they were decent was when we won the faceoff to begin the power play and like set up in the zone. And y'all can tell me if you agree with what I saw, but what, from what I saw tonight, the Stars were never, ever, 100% fully in control of the puck on any of their power plays. Any of it. There's now, one or two. Part of it, now, part of it was, hungry. part of it is the way that the Flames were playing. They were playing really well on the penalty kill. They were very aggressive and they were getting at it. Okay. But the other part of it was is that the Stars were not doing enough with it, in my opinion. Fair or not fair? Yeah, fair. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. And it, it's the same kind of deal that I was talking about beforehand. We would get that one chance off the faceoff or something, but then it's right back out. I mean, we're not we're not being aggressive enough on the puck in the in the offensive zone, and we are doing it in the defensive zone. They, I mean, we finished this game. The Flames have five power plays, and they only get twenty six shots on goal. Like, if you told me before this game started that the Flames are only going to get 26 shots on goal and they're not going to score a five-on-five goal, I thought we would blow them out. But, I mean, just a crazy game. So we played well defensively, but, I mean, it's got to translate into some offense. And I think you and your article hit the nail on the head saying that it's got to be the second line on the road especially because the first line is just going to get locked down because that's the only thing they're going to try and do. Not hearing you, Ryan. Oh, we can't hear you, Ryan. Sorry, I forgot. I I muted my mic for a second because I was about to sneeze. Uh, (laughs) The the nice thing about the the game, though, was that we did exactly what we wanted to do to that top line of the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, The power play, I I don't really count because, it's again, it's five on four. Okay, so obviously they're going to get better prime scoring chances. But generally through the game, and I'll, I'll give the Stars credit here, their team defense was absolutely excellent. And when it looked like there was an odd man rush or, you know, a three on three the other way, or it looked like the flames might get a good chance on something, especially Yanni Hockenpah in that third period was absolutely excellent when it came to uh, his defensive play. But- I agree with after the first, with that after the first period, the first period we gave up way too many chances, but, uh, but after that we did, we did play decent and good defense. You know, but even in the first uh, period. Yes, they were they were better chances than the other two periods combined, in my opinion. That the, the Calgary Flames had better opportunities in the first period, but the Stars still did decent enough where they were able to minimize the chances that the Calgary Flames had. And when yeah. they didn't, Otter was there, and Otter made big yeah. saves. Well, that's not, that's, not as many that's chances as you'd expect from the number one five on five offensive line. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that and that's a big, uh, you know, a big positive to take out of this game is that we, a offensive team, who is known for scoring five on five, which I guess we didn't play five on five for more than half the game, but whatever, I'm not keeping track of that. 
you can't you tell I'm salty? I, I hated that. I hated that second period. But anyways, it's good to know that a team that is that has a really good high-scoring line with three 40-goal goal scorers, plus a guy who scored 37 goals on the second line in Andre Bongiapani, they were they held them to one goal. So it's not like the Stars are completely out of this series like a lot of people thought they were. So I, I guess that's a good, another good positive to take out of this. Is that another fair assessment? Yeah, and I'll throw Otter in, in there as well because that that first goal, he just missed it. I mean, it was a good tic-tac-toe play, but he was squared up to the guy in front. He saw it all the way. He just missed it. And and for your first uh, your first goal against in, in the playoffs like that, you know, you got you to gotta let him have that when he came back and, and stopped every other shot that came at him. And uh, we should have given him some goal support. So all together, although it was really sad that we lost that first goal and that ends up being the game winner at a 1-0, Ottinger playing as well as he did after that says, okay, yeah, yeah, don't 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 be counting us out because we got an inexperienced goalie. No, that's that's not going to be the answer to to this series. What did, what did you think, Chris? Anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I was just it, it that that thought just makes me get into a more more negative mindset, honestly, because it, it's we only allow one goal, and you got to steal this game. I mean, we probably don't deserve to win this game. But when you're an underdog and you look at a game like this, you're like, you, you got you to gotta steal that one. And that, that's what it would have been, but you got to do it when you're the seven seed and you're playing the two seed. So it, we might be looking back on this game and be upset if we finish this series out in seven and lose. <laughs> hey, hockey fans. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is finally on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. Like for me, it's going to be the Dallas Stars. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Maybe. Yeah, it, it's early. Seven game series are like that. If, if I guess I feel more positive because we showed that we could impose our type of game and our defensive play and shut them down in the, in the second and third. That to me is way more positive than than not stealing game one. You, you figure you're going to lose at least one out of the first two. Be nice if we could split and get the second one, but you know, I, I still feel pretty positive on that one. And I mean, I want to feel positive. I really do. I I, I want to feel positive, but 
I, I can't because it, okay, great. You can keep the the opposing team to one goal, but if you can't go score goals yourself, you're not going to win the series. That Ooh. I mean, that is the one statistic that matters. Uh, not faceoff percentage, not goals. You know, not shots, not you know save percentage. It's goals, and if you don't score goals, you're not going to win the series. And and that's why I, I, I was really frustrated with our top six tonight is because we just. Didn't get anything done. I'm still optimistic about it, too, though, because they're not going to shut us out for four games and win the series. I mean, cl- clip that and save it for later, but that's not going to happen. We're going to win eventually. <laughs> it, if we play this way, we're, we're going to win some games. Like, this is not going to be a blowout like everyone is saying it is. This is a good Stars team. Dad's right. We, we imposed our game plan on them. They, they want to play a high-scoring game, and we didn't let that happen, which is good. But we have to score. You're right, Ryan. You've got to take advantage when you do the right thing, which I, I feel like after the first period, we did. So it, we, we need the help. I mean, we need Ben and Sagan. We need somebody, anybody. Especially on the road, we need the, that secondary scoring. So when, and, and when we think about other teams across the NHL that are very similar to the Dallas Stars, which, which team is the most successful that has played the way the Dallas Stars do as well. Can you think the way of the this team? Dallas Stars team has? I have no idea because this team is just overall average. <laughs> yes. We we used to play similar to the Islanders, but okay. we are not right. not a very defensive team really anymore. So, right, but that's what we focus on. So, I mean, I know the stats don't say it, but we have to say we're a defensive team. What's different different between we're us? Not. I mean, but that's that's the way that that Bones like to play. I agree with you. I'm I'm just going with the way that he plays. Defensive team, if we have so many more goals against us, and yet we still make the playoffs. I mean, saying we're good at winning games and allowing a lot of goals doesn't really say you're have a good defense. I mean, our goals against average is is middle of the pack. That's but that's our style, though. I mean. I mean, I don't, I don't like it. I, I certainly don't like it when we turtle after two periods and we're up by one goal. But, that's why uh, we've lost so many do games, that. in my opinion. <laughs> well, I don't even know if that's our style anymore. I mean, when we were one of the best defensive teams in the league, we were consistently winning games two to one, one nothing. We, we, we didn't do that this season. I mean, that's not what happened. We were one goal game heavy this year. Well, one goal games, yes, but not two to one and one to nothing. They were three to two, four to three. Stuff well, like we that. Had, we had sure. some games one nothing, and so I mean sure. the Tampa Bay game, for example. I mean, you but, can count well, them. here. I'm saying when we were the best defense, one of the best defensive teams, right. that was consistent. That's not. No, the I, consistent I agree, right we're now. not one of the best defensive teams, but we play a defensive style, is what I'm. Thinking. That's what I'm getting at too, Chris. Yeah. So. Well, then we do it bad. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you're right. You're not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> disagreeing. That's why we're, we're that's talking why in circles here. We all agree. Yeah, we all agree here. <laughs> but, but here, here's my point, and what made. What I'm afraid about with uh, our the 2022 Dallas Stars and the Islanders from the past two years compared to this uh, this team now, excuse me, the 2020 Dallas Stars and the 2022 Dallas Stars now. The what we're not doing or what we haven't done this season is get those goals at the most opportune times and take I kept, advantage. I kept waiting for a hero. I really was. I really thought. We have someone who's a Pavelski or a Robertson or or a Sagan. I thought somebody was going to score something, and no, not today, not today. 
Right, and that's something that well, we that's, need. That's got to change. That's what it is in the playoffs. In 2020, that's what it was. Every night, somebody stepped up and decided to be the hero. And that's got to happen. I mean, that, that's how the Stars are going to win games. That's how you win a playoff series. You have heroes who make plays. And we need to have somebody make a big play. If we had one goal, literally, we played good enough to have one goal. We get that one goal, it's looking good after that. So, so we, we've kind of talked about a lot of stuff already tonight, so I don't really see a point to go through the entire the entirety of my notes, but I'm just going to kind of pick and choose a couple. Um, the Calgary forecheck in tonight's game, we slightly talked about, but it, especially in that first period, it was it was it was scary. <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being. Slow. Yeah, absolutely. I could not be, imagine being Haskinen or Klingberg in tonight's game and taking all the hits that we that they did. So something about that needs to change. Whether that be the answer is Ben and Roffle and Glenn Denning, Fox that go after their top guys. I don't know what the answer is there, or or you know we get more help from forwards down deep and be able to get more pucks easily out of the zone. But that I mean their forecheck, especially in that first period, was absolutely relentless. So what do the stars need to do we, to we, counteract that? We, we kind of figured that out though as it went along too. I mean, in the first period we were just passing the problem along. When you saw a guy coming, you just flicked it away. As we went along, we knew where the opening was going to be. And we looked for that opening instead of just looking for a green sweat. To get broken out of the zone in the second period, they started waiting for the guy to commit to them and then passing it around him. That worked multiple times. I'm like, they figured it out. They finally figured it out. And that, so I don't know if it was assistant coach who, uh, who identified it and called it out or something, but somebody, somebody saw it, realized it. And then, uh, and they told them make that make that little pass, and they did, and it started working. So that was a lot better after that. And with their speed, they're jumping on stuff too. So they're trying to read stuff and jump it. That's when you have to make a fake pass, make a shoulder shimmy, which we didn't see enough of tonight at all, especially in the offensive zone because they were doing that a ton. That's got to be a tape thing that you look at tomorrow and take it into the game on Thursday because that that can be huge and that can lead to opening the ice up way more scoring chances so in the first period the only goal that was scored in tonight's game was from Elias Lindholm he scores from the circle and it was just they lost the face off off of the power play it was a little tic-tac-toe play and it goes behind Otter and Otter seemed to think that he had that and it he just yeah. just missed it and and the one mistake he made tonight in my opinion the one mistake yeah. is the stars downfall in tonight's game so yeah. It, it, yeah. Is there that – unfortunately, Otter's going to have to be more perfect than that, I guess, in order for the Stars to be successful. No. no. So? He was good enough no. to win tonight. We need a goal. <laughs> well, we're, we're not going to win games not, we're yeah. in overtime. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I need to rephrase myself. I'm not blaming him for tonight. I'm not blaming him for tonight at all. The Stars should have had some goal support. What I'm saying is, is that he has – that. I guess he has to be more perfect than what he was tonight because he literally had a answer for abs- absolutely every single little thing except for the one mistake that he made in, in yeah, the it's just not fair game. to not fair to expect that of him. We gotta give him goal support. Right. That's exactly. First, you know, that this I mean, he's he's playing in the in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs, you know. I mean, you, you get you you're gonna you're gonna make a mistake. You thought he had it, looked like he should have had it for sure. Definitely one mistake. 
and he just shut him down after that. So uh, not yeah. not going to hang it on Otter at all. You, you didn't really rephrase it, but he was definitely good enough to win this game. Otter's not going to be the issue. If he plays the exact same way next game, it's going to be perfectly fine. We're going to win. <laughs> if we can get some goal scoring. And we already talked about the power play. Let me see. Um, I would like to see a little bit more snarliness, if that makes any sense, if that's even a word, from, from the Dallas Stars in the next game. And we, I mean, I literally wrote that down, and then literally three minutes later at the end of the period, all the fights I just, broke I, I just spelled snarly. Yeah. Uh, S-N-A-R-L-I-N-E-S-S. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know those, you were being sarcastic, minutes, but I did it anyways. <laughs> the, those 30 penalty minutes definitely aren't enough. They got to pump those numbers up. I mean, come on. 30 penalty minutes, that's nothing. <laughs> hey, 20 of that was from two players. Hey, let so. Radulov do it next time. Don't 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 let Klingberg do it, though. But yeah, that's yeah, a big Radulov have no penalties on the night with it, literally an hour of penalty minutes. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's funny. <laughs> So, uh, so what did y'all think about uh, that whole interaction there at the end of the first period? Because that was the only other thing in the first period that That's I that we hadn't really talked about is is the fight yeah, with uh, Michael Roffel. He basically up. he basically Nolan Ryan, uh, Matthew Kachuk, or uh, he sure did. Oh, 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 who was the other Rangers player that destroyed Batista? Uh, Odor, Odor, he he odored him. So, uh, and then and then right after that fight, uh, the it was the whole Klingberg uh, Anderson thing, but. I thought it was a good response. I just wish I had seen it sooner. That was my only complaint about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that's the right thing to do at the end of the period. You're not gonna, you're not gonna have another period like that. Yeah, uh, on a period you get beat that bad, absolutely. Yeah. Just don't and, make a stupid mistake like Klingberg did, not knowing the rule. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad the other well, guy, uh, again. the other guy, uh, you know, agreed and came with him because. And it was their top one of their top guys like that because that could have been really bad for us if it, if he had, if he'd done that with yeah. someone who wasn't a, a an equivalent to yeah them. with a fourth liner that would have yeah, been tough. that would have been a real issue. <laughs> and random thought here in the second I wrote down is what's the deal with us and you know Blake Coleman always seeming to be in the Stars' way when it comes to playoffs, whether it be you know two years ago when he played for Tampa last year when we played. Tampa so many times in the the pseudo central division, which wasn't really a central division. And then now he's with a totally different team. <laughs> we still have to play him. What, what was the deal with that? I didn't get it. But anyways. Just beat him and knock him out. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the, the only thing I want to point out about the second period that I wrote down, uh, uh, there was some other stuff, lots of power plays, obviously. Um Shoot the puck, please. I mean, honestly, I wrote, yeah. I, I put this on on Twitter. Is I understand that you want to get the quality shots. You obviously want to get that, but during the power play, oh, I forgot who it was. I think it was Pavelski. He had an opportunity right there in front, and he didn't take any. Tried to pass his pass it all around, and, and I'm just like, in general, at this point, I just want to see quantity. Shoot. Take the shot when if you have an opportunity. Now, if there's no if there's no shot from the point from the defenseman, then okay, pass it around until you find something. But you, I mean, I would rather see at this point more quantity than quality. Now, well, once we get the quantity, right yeah, especially right in front. Now, once we get the quantity, then we can start being picky about the quality of our shots, because because then we can know how we're get how we're going to get those shots through. But w- we just didn't see that tonight, and that was one of the frustrating things for me. 
that, that's the sign we need to harp on more because 16 shots in an entire game is not okay. And six shots up, we're on 10 minutes worth of power play time is definitely not okay. That's a, that's a, that's crazy. That's a stupid stat. It can't happen. I, I fully expect us to see 30, 30 shots on goal at least next game. I mean, maybe more because you're right, Ryan. We, we just got to shoot the puck and just dive at the net at this point. And it's especially unacceptable going through the first 10 minutes of the first period without a single shot. Cause at one point it was nine to nothing oh, yeah. shots in favor of Calgary, which has happened a bunch for the stars this season. And, and I, I, I don't like that. I mean, even if you just get a stupid little, you know, one man individual effort, kind of wimpy honestly, though, little shot. Honestly though, I'm kind of over the first period. Cause they, they came back after that and played well. So the first period sucks. They didn't start the series the right way. Of course, that's bad. But they figured it out, and they they started doing something after that. So first period is like the uh, Arizona game in my mind. It's in and out. Don't even worry about the first period. Worry about what you did in the second and the third period because we played it even in, the, in those two periods. Beginning of the third wasn't necessarily great either. Uh, I, I noticed some points where we were dumping the puck in and not chasing it properly. Um, and made some comments and about that's the forecheck that we've talked about. Yep. And then, and then also just, it felt like we were weak on the puck for a period there. Just, it wasn't all that long. I think it was just somewhere about five the minutes. Beginning of the third. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then our hosts and near misses. Yeah. yeah. Robo did hit that's a post. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And Sagan hit a post two posts on two good scoring chances. Neither of them went in. I mean, just one of those, an inch, either either way. And we're completely talking about a fully different game. We're probably still watching the game. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's that's one thing I'm keeping my fingers crossed about, that, the, that these overtime games don't go way late because I got to get up at 6.30 in the morning to go to work uh, tomorrow. So, But, uh, I mean, if, if it would mean a Stars win, then I would stay up as late as possible if, if need be for the Stars to win. But... And then, uh, honestly, guys, in the third period, oh, yeah. I was just – Oh, there's James. We... <laughs> James is here. We missed you. Did but... not work late. Yeah. That's that's a fun game right there. Nah. The third period was fun. But still, hey. play, playoff hey, hockey. You, you, honestly, you look at the rest of the games that have been going on this the past two days, this was probably the best game uh, – in the eight games that were played. I mean, yesterday there were three blowouts. three blowouts yesterday. So, I mean, I mean, obviously uh, the best, the best game is the Penguins Rangers game, but like, <laughs> what are you yeah, do? other than that, this is like the closest game, maybe Kings Oilers too. That was a good game too. But I agree. A lot of blowouts in the league and everyone said the stars are going to get blown out and it didn't happen. That's what, that's what I said off the bat too. So, but That's the something that we can take Destroyed. I'm happy about that. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, all right. Last question, and we got to wrap it up because it's getting late. Um, what do the stars need to do better on Thursday in order to pull out the win <laughs> in a crazy <laughs> game? I was thinking, score. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Be more specific. How do we score? On the power in it, play. In it, in it, <laughs> James on the power we got to start the game. We have to actually play when the puck drops, yeah. which yeah. I know crazy thought, but we have to start the game good. 
and it's got to be secondary scoring. If we're on the road, it's going to have to be secondary scoring because, like I said, they're going to do everything they can to lock down a first line, as they should, because that's all our offense. So someone has to score. Ben, Sagan, Radulov, Haskinen, anybody. Somebody else has got to score. Yeah, we, we did. We lost uh, we lost the uh, special teams game tonight by just one goal. And their goalie was better than our goal goalie by one goal. Yeah. So eh. the I'd argue Otter was still better in the game. Yeah, yeah, he did have to make some bigger saves than Markstrom did. That, that's a good point, James. Yeah, but he got a shutout. I mean, he can't. He got a yeah. shutout, but like really, we weren't testing him all that much tonight. It didn't it, feel like again, we were testing him a ton. Yeah. We had that's like, a good point. It felt like we had like four quality chances all game, which like whatever but i mean it, it it's it's we just gotta i mean we end the night with like 16 shots right it's like nothing yep <laughs> it's literally nothing That's so nothing. shoot <laughs> my, my answer is two things and two things in particular <laughs> we gotta take quantities of shots that's gotta change and then the other thing it, you just compete like 20 percent harder 20% harder. I would like to see that. On the forecheck. On the forecheck. So then I'll add that to it. You can add that little asterisk to it, Christian. Is on the forecheck. It needs to be better. And I think that's how the Stars win. They did. They do that tonight. I think they win the game. I really do. Because, I mean, Otter stood in there in the first period and saved the game for them, in, in my opinion. So uh, I, I, I think that's going to be the, the two big factors going into game two on Thursday. So uh, game two I on know. Thursday is... Final thought I'm going to leave everybody with, we are in this series. This is not going to be a sweep. This is not going to be a blowout. This team is not substantially better than us. This is definitely a series we can win. We just got to do it, and we'll do it on Thursday. I love playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is fun. In any series, all the series, I liked watching all the games that I watched yesterday, especially because I wasn't, like, you know, stressed out like I was about this game tonight. But... <laughs> Anyways, you guys, um, I think that's what we're going to call it a night here tonight. We'll be back with you guys again. I think the game on Thursday starts at 8? 9. It's, it's another 9 o'clock start? Okay. All right, Correct. it's another 9 o'clock start for the game on Thursday, so we'll be with you guys around the same time here. Long. Well, first off, we're please go and use that promo code THB and the next time you go and use the DraftKings app. We thank them for being our sponsor. Also, go and check out StarcasticMarksShop.com. That's the best way you can best support what we do here at Starcastic Marks. And as always, please make sure you follow us on social media. Please leave a review anywhere you listen to your podcast. You can get a cool sticker over there, too. Yeah, that's true. You got a cool sticker on our shop, too. Although, I, I think Chris looks a lot better than I do in his sticker, but that's just me. But what, And then... Nah, I don't know. But <laughs> And then... And then <laughs> And as always, guys, along with the patriarch himself, our dad over here on the left, Chris on the right, I'm Ryan, and then James over there somewhere, over there off camera, and there he is <laughs> with, like, the last five minutes. You're like a razor that, that gets, like, that last second little uh, mention there, but we'll catch you guys on the flip. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. not pay us anything. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Have a good night, guys.